Hey, welcome again to the Black Tie Affair, the show where two friends talk about politics, pro sports, and pop culture, kind of. I am one of your hosts, Jelani. And Patrick. Yes, that's <laughs> Patrick. I've been up since six in the morning, trying, I'm trying to stay up, I'm trying okay. to stay up. Okay, whatever, whatever floats your boat. Uh, yeah, so we are in the second episode. We definitely appreciate everybody who's listened to us since day one. Thank you. All our day one folks. Appreciate the words of, um, you know, constructive criticism. Let us know, okay, you can fix this or fix that. And we actually are definitely going to take those into account, take those under consideration. The vast majority of the people who've been responding have thought it was really funny and really great. Keep being yourselves. Uh, send me when the next podcast is. So um, thanks for listening. I know you can pretty much listen to whatever you want on your way home and you give us a little bit of your time each week. So appreciate it. Thanks, guys. You could be anywhere in the world, but you came to be with us and we appreciate that. All right, let's go ahead and get into the news. Let's keep it going. Let's keep going. So what's in the news right now? We got our three topics. So, world's gonna start off with uh, Trump's world. Yeah, uh, we're just living in it. He, it's his world. Um, world of art, alternative facts, um, uh, <laughs> misinformation. Um, you know, trying to uh, whack a mole. Um, so, one of the first top stories, and there's so so much to talk about. Um, as a matter of fact, as we are uh, prepping for the show, there's just news coming in. So, yeah. Um, first thing we want to talk about, I gotta get out of the way, is the Trump ban. Yes. Yes. So remember last week we were talking about the fact that they had that ban on a certain bunch of Muslim countries and they were they seemed to be almost chosen willy nilly. Um caused a lot of problems for a lot of different people, unlike what our president said. And then later on, um the very next week, basically this week, that plan that ban was actually put in immediate cease, right? Right, right. So there was a, a district court uh, three-panel appeal. Um, there's three judges. Um, they were appointed by, one was appointed by Bush, and the other two were appointed by uh, Obama, I think, and one was Clinton. So two liberals and one conservative. Um, this specific court, and for those who don't know how appeals work, is once you get, uh, once you have a case and it gets appealed, it gets appealed to a, uh, it eventually gets to what they call the U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals, mm-hmm. and then it gets to um, the district court. And this court is located in Washington. Uh, and not to get too nuanced about it, but it's basically a liberal court. Um, that's how the country is. There is a Fifth Circuit court, and they're more conservative. They're more um, on the eastern side of the country. Um, so these cases eventually uh, will go to Supreme Court. Um, they're, they're, that's the last stop. So um, this was pretty much the last stop uh, for Trump, uh, aside from going to the Supreme Court. Um, and that may take years. Why would it take years, though? I don't understand. It's just a simple process. Um, unless it's an a extreme emergency, the Supreme Court uh, takes years for it to for, 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 for them to pick it out. Gotcha, gotcha, um, gotcha. They might expedite it just because the president might be asking for it. Uh-huh. But for the most part, it's going to run its course. Um, so effectively, the court came out and unanimously voted against Trump's ban, um, said that. Um, there it was an emergency, and so Trump has three options at okay. this point. He has one, he can uh, appeal it to the Supreme Court. All right. Um, the second thing is he could um, try to try to relitigate on its merits, 
again, um, but not bump it up. And the third thing is just do a, a whole new executive order. That's pretty much all they have. he has to do. So most people think he's not going to try to go to Supreme Court. Um, most people think he's going to simply um, do a new reorder, just do it correctly this time. I got you. So, so executive order, watch out. Yeah. It's just going to be refined. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because you were talking about it last week, how you know maybe the way it was written was not the best way. So maybe that's exactly what came to bite him in the ass, I guess. Right. But let's talk about the big thing. The oh, yes. big news about... Um, about Trump. Uh, we have all of a sudden in the last six months have become bedfellows, strange bedfellows with Russia now. Like a spy movie. It is like an awesome spy. Well, I don't know about awesome yet. It is a pretty intriguing... Sp- if, if this was a series, I would watch it. If this was on Fox, I would watch it. I would not watch it. It seems like a campy spy movie that you're like, oh man, is this really on? This would seem like to me. It's ridiculous. This is literally like... 24 politics like <laughs> stuff is happening it's like i'm waiting for the countdown to start ticking a little clock boop, and i'm boop. i'm trying to figure out who jack bauer is i'm trying <laughs> to figure out you know um so russia 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 lonnie what do you know about russia okay so the i know a little bit what i do know is that they have this cat um michael flynn he was he had certain some kind of job all right in reference to trump that's all i know all okay. right. I, I know that. All right. I also know Tell me. that prior to the election, the actual election going through, there were some sanctions that were put in place for Russia. And those sanctions were like kind of putting them in a situation like, oh, man, I don't want to deal with the sanctions. Right. And so Flynn was on the phone, apparently, with Putin, like, you know what, bro, don't worry about these sanctions. I know they hurt a little bit right now. Mm-hmm. But once my boy Donald gets in the office, he'll just reverse those for you. And it won't even be a big thing. It won't even be a thing at all. And then we all know that right now it's the in question whether or not Russia actually got involved with our election. So those two things together is more of a conflict of interest. Like, you know what? You scratch my back, get our boy inside the place he needs to be. I'll scratch your back, get those sanctions taken care of for you. Bada bing, bada boom. That's what I know. That's what you know. Yeah. Okay. If, if, if I'm wrong or no, I'm, that, I'm, I'm sure I missed something. No. And, and what happened to that guy? He resigned. Just and recently. what did he resign from? He resigned from his post at the working for the White House, right? Yeah. What do you know? What his post was? That's what I was saying before. I don't know that he did something. You know I don't, I don't know. I don't know what he did exactly. So, you got ninety percent of it correct. Ninety. So I applaud folks. you for that. That's pretty good for Jelani because half the time he just makes up stuff if he doesn't know. <laughs> um, but no, uh, you're right. It's 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 General Flynn is the National Security Advisor. Yeah. He is. Um, he is basically he was the second person to get confirmed. Um, National Security Advisor is essentially, you know, all the juicy, dirty spy stuff. Mm. Um, and just like you said, uh, back uh, right around December, uh, he had conversations with the Russian ambassador and disclosed to them that uh, the U.S. sanctions that Obama just put would be loosened once once Trump gets into the White House. Mm-hmm. That was illegal. There's something called the Logan Act. Yeah. And he violated the Logan Act. So um, essentially he got... well. Right after that happened, um, the vice president went out and there was word that this had happened. And vice president went on national television and told people, told America, no, nothing happened. The national security advisors did not talk about sanctions, didn't talk about anything. Um, and when press, when asked, did, did you talk to General Flynn? Folks said, uh, well, Vice President Pence said, yes, I did talk to him. I confirmed. He lied. He lied to the vice president. 
So the question is, why did he lie to the vice president? But more importantly, another piece that's added, the FBI um, actually told the Trump administration around December, around that same time, that this was happening. Mm-hmm. You have the audio. We're giving you, we're listening to, listen to the audio tapes. Yeah. So Trump knew, everybody knew, but his vice president. They allowed his vice president to go in front of national television and look like a stooge. And the only reason why they even talked about or brought out was because Washington Post uh, article came out, I want to say Friday night. So, so by Monday, the vice president, uh, the, the national advisor had to be had to resign. I got you. So you're saying that because of the fact that they had all this cloak and dagger stuff going on, but it came to light because of this left wing fake news media <laughs> that's against our president. Yeah. Because that happened. Yeah. That's how Mike Pence says, you know what? You got to go, bro. That's right. That's right. You can't. No, not Mike. Oh, yeah. Mike Pence. No, yeah. Mike Pence told Michael Flynn. That's right. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's amazing because um, this has only been 29 days. (laughs) It hasn't been 30 days yet. Right. Well, if he wants to start off, you got to have it go start with a boom. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you know what? You're not going to forget when Donald got in the office. You're not going to forget it. In a yeah. situation, I'm like, oh, man, what did he do exactly? I mean, even with the president that we just had, President Obama, I love that guy. But I can't say, you know what? His first day, 30 days in office, he did this, that, and the other. I couldn't tell you that. Yeah. I'll tell you what this guy did, though. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of scandals. and That's like scandal. This is like, <laughs> it's scandal. like scandal. That's what this is like. You know, I you know, I love only really, you know, two major things in, you know, in my life. You know, my family. I'm just going to put it all together. And I love Amazon. I like Amazon. Okay. You know who owns Amazon? Who owns Amazon? Jim Bezos. Who owns you know, Jim Bezos? Jim Bezos is the owner of Amazon. Okay, He's you did that, you just but, a circular but, explanation. But okay, but do you want to know what else he owns? What else does he own? The Washington Post. This is the reason why he's not beholden to advertisers. That's not how he's beholden to. Um, uh, outside influences, cor- corporate sponsors, because he can self-fund the newspaper. <sighs> That's why you're going to see the stewards of justice. Sounds cliche, but it's going to be the media. You declared war against the media. That's what happens, Jelani. When mm-hmm. you declare war against the media and you say, not even the Democratic Party is my enemy, the media is my enemy, oh, you done made... <sighs> You yeah. have made enemies. Yeah, because we have our weapon is information. And I was like, okay, you can do all you want to try to delegitimize us, but the fact of the matter is like information is available and we're gonna utilize it and we can dig deep. And we've yeah. done it before. We're experts at it. Right. Not us right now. We're speaking as them. We're not no. experts. So you know. And you know, you start seeing that in interviews. You start seeing that now when these you know, spokespeople, you know, we know about Sean Spicer, right? You know about Kellyanne Conway, mm-hmm. um, Stephen Miller, right? You just know about him. I don't, I don't like that guy. I know you don't like him, but, you know, when you listen to him and when you see how the media is pushing back, what do you think uh, Stephen Miller sounds like to you? You do sound like a dick. Like, honestly. That's what he does he, sound he sounds like. sounds like a dick. No, exactly what I was no. thinking. Real quick, guys, we're going to actually play just a clip of Stephen Miller just talking for like, 30 seconds. I just want you guys to just give us your opinion of him because, I mean, you already heard ours. Real quick. Stephen, the three judges say you're flat wrong. No, the three judges made a broad, overreaching statement. This is an ideological disagreement between those 
who believe we should have borders and should have controls, and those who believe there should be no borders and no controls. This is a judicial usurpation of power. The end result of this, though, is that our opponents, the media, and the whole world will soon see, as we begin to take further actions, that the powers of the president to protect our country are very substantial and will not be questioned. And the bottom line is the president's powers in this area represent the apex of executive authority. Voter fraud is a serious problem in this country. You have millions of people who are registered in two states or who are dead or who are registered to vote, and you have 14% of non-citizens, according to academic research, at a, at a minimum, are registered to vote which is an astonishing statistic. You can't there make is, a, hold on a second. You just claimed again that there was illegal voting in, in New Hampshire, people bust in from the state of Massachusetts. Do you have any evidence I'm to back anybody, that up? I'm saying anybody, George, go to New Hampshire, talk to anybody who's worked in politics there for a long time. Everybody's aware of the problem in New Hampshire with respect to I'm asking you as the White House senior, hold on a second. I'm asking you as the White House senior policy advisor. The president made a statement saying he was the victim of voter fraud, people and being busted from the Massachusetts president, the New president Hampshire. was. Do and you have any evidence? Issue, if this is an issue that interests you, then we can talk about it more in the future and we now have our government's beginning to get stood up, but we have a Department of Justice and we have more officials. And the issue of voter fraud is something we're going to be looking at very seriously and very hard. But the reality is, is that we know for a fact you have massive numbers of non-citizens registered to vote in this country. Nobody disputes that. And many, many highly qualified people, like Chris Kobach, the Kansas Secretary of State, have looked deeply into this issue and have confirmed it to be true and have put together evidence. And I suggest you invite Chris Kobach onto your show and he can walk you through some of the evidence of voter fraud you have, you in have greater detail. Right, just for the right, you have provided absolutely no evidence. The president's made a statement. Uh, the White House has provided enormous evidence with respect to voter fraud, with respect to people being registered in more than one state, dead people voting, non-citizens being registered to vote. George, it is a fact, and you will not deny it, that there are massive numbers of non-citizens in this country who are registered to vote. That is a scandal. We should stop the presses, and as a country, we should be aghast about the fact that you have people who have no right to vote in this country, registered to vote, canceling out the franchise of lawful citizens of this country. That's the story we should be talking about, and I'm prepared to go on any show, anywhere, anytime, and repeat it and say the President of the United States is correct 100%. Well, you, re you just repeated that. You just made those declarations, but for the record, you provided zero evidence that the President was the victim of massive voter fraud in New Hampshire. You provided we, we, zero evidence. Anyone who's worked Hold in New on. Hampshire politics is familiar with that You provided zero course. evidence that the President's claim that he would have won the general, the, the popular vote, but if the if three to five million illegal immigrants hadn't voted, zero evidence for either one of those claims. Well, it's, it's, it's Thanks right. a lot for joining us this issue. morning. All right, and we're back. So I don't know if you guys heard what we heard, but when we hear Stephen Miller, he sounds like a what, Patrick? Dick. Exactly, like a dick. <laughs> he just he, he, So you can hear it in his voice. He's combative. You can hear it in the responses, defensive. Um, but it's not only him, it's Sean Spicer, who SNL, again, McCarthy, awesome job this week. Killed again. it again. Again. Yes. If you guys have not, if you guys have not watched SNL, you really have to start watching it now. It's been the must-watch thing on Saturdays. Yeah. I mean, I got giddy when I remember that it was coming on Saturday night and it was coming on. Yeah, it's, it's water cooler speak once again. It's remarkable. So, um, Jelani has, oh, we have another clip yeah. of... Uh, um, McCarthy. Yeah. Uh, again, as Sean Spicer, as a press secretary, you're going to love it. Just listen to a clip of her um, 
And if you have not gone online yet to look it up, go on YouTube and watch it. But here's some audio of it. Take a look. I'd like to begin with the president's schedule. 3 p.m., President Trump is going to meet with the leader from Central Asia. President... Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> Almaz... Almaz Bek Atamad Yemedbey. Okay, to discuss the unrest in Kazakhstan, Specifically in... Jesus. So, write that. And they will be joined by his wife. Uh, I'm just going to pass on that one. You know what? Let's just call her Connie. Right? <laughs> and so that that was her. Again. Knocked it out the park. She sure did. She sure did. Like, basically trying and struggling to say a bunch of um, words that were foreign to old Spicy. He was he was struggling there to try to get some of those things out, but he just he wasn't able to do it. Didn't seem like he was able to really get that information out there. It was hilarious. So another Trump-ed, I like to call him Trump-eds, um, Kellyanne Conway came out, and she's very combative. Um, I watched George Stephanopoulos on uh-huh. ABC Weekly News. Sunday broadcast shows come on, new shows in the morning. And... Um, First time I've really seen him super combative, but Kellyanne Conway came on to uh, right after the resignation of um, General Flynn. She went on Good Morning America, okay? And so I want to just put into really quick perspective. Good Morning America is is like what what Middle America wakes up to, right? That's what they watch. That's what the mothers who are cooking their breakfast for their kids, getting ready to school, has on their small little TV before they're about to send their kids off. So anything that comes on there, there's only three or four topics that that had to go have to go to the heart of America. So um, this is Kellyanne Conway, and she went. Um, she's being interviewed by George Stephanopoulos. Just just take a listen. It is amazing how combative she is. Three weeks ago, the Justice Department told the White House that General Flynn was misleading the vice president, was misleading the public about his contacts with the Russians. You had that information. The White House had that information, chose to keep General Flynn in his job, chose not to correct the record, chose not to tell the public what they knew about General Flynn's phone calls. How could that be? But George, again, I'm not here to say who knew what when, because uh, first of all, that would be divulging information that is highly sensitive, and secondly, I don't know all the details. I haven't spoken to everyone that you're talking about in that instance. It's a very fluid situation. It was obviously very fluid into the night. We were here very late last night. The, the upshot of it is, is that General Flynn did have a conversation with Vice President Pence, apart from what you're saying in printed reports. And General Flynn assured Vice President Pence of something that turned out to not be true. And that's really the key here. I think that General Flynn, in the end, uh, decided he was a lightning rod. He did not want to be a distraction. And he tendered his resignation last night because, because what he had provided the vice president either was a product of uh, misleading information or forgetfulness, and neither one was sustainable long term. Kellyanne, I, I, I got to get to the bottom of this here. You, you asked to come on this morning at the, at the president's request. The president wants you to come out and speak for the White House this morning. Do you know? If the president was told three weeks ago when Sally Yates told the White House counsel that General Flynn had been compromised, do you know if the president was told that? I do not know that, George. Do you know if the vice president was told that? I do not know that. Do you know why the White House chose not to correct the record for those three weeks? 
Well, again, you're presuming that all the information you have there is completely factual and who knew what when. And this, this, this is very fluid. I mean, the, the bottom line is that as time wore on, as everybody continued in their did you hear in her voice how combative she was and how 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 uninformed she was? Well, I definitely heard that she was uninformed. That's something I was like, are you what do you pay to do? What do you actually know? What information do you actually have? Yeah, it's 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 utterly ridiculous. And for the Trump administration to bring these people out, um, you know, there are some growing pains, right? In a new administration. She's never been in government. I get that. Uh, but this is not even just growing pains of uh, a government it's like growing pains of like a dysfunctional company i mean most companies don't start off this bad yeah um but you know we'll see but again it's a lot of fodder for snl they've, they've had their highest ratings um it's in, in 22 years last as an article that i read in um la times i mean alec baldwin what he's doing is amazing i wouldn't be surprised if they start having a another 30 minute show on thursday nights like they did back during the um during the McCain pre, uh, uh, candidacy, and they had Sarah Palin, mm-hmm. they had this 30-minute Thursday show, this SNL. Um, I mean, stat popular. So we want to get to the next uh, segment that, that, that we have here, um, just talking about our uh, weekend. It's called the... Weekend uh, Wrap-Up. Thank you very much. Um, so we showed about what we did over the weekend, and... Um, what did you do this weekend for the Weekend Wrap-Up? What did you do? <laughs> what did you do? I went out furniture shopping. Bunk beds. Bunk beds. I have a. I have a, just one daughter, but we're getting bunk beds. I don't understand that. Is someone going to come in the room with her? Yeah, on the top bunk. Eventually, um, her. Uh, uh, the idea was that if her cousins wanted to come sleep over, they'd have you know other uh, place you know a bed to a bed to sleep on. So you are getting a just in case bed. A just in case bed. That is a steadfast. Always existing installation in her room, but it's a just in case bed. Just in case, right? Um, so, but it's but we just didn't go to like IKEA or went to you know living spaces. My wife likes the bargain shop. Mm-hmm. She likes to use this app called Let It Go or make an offer, and it's basically people who sell used items. Um, and they sell them and they post them for sale. You pick them up, and that's pretty much it. It's like Craigslist. Right? Okay. Um, but. Uh, they also have actual retailers who will do this, you know, oh, this is for sale, but it's not an actual, you know, it's an actual storefront They're saying, oh, this is items for sale if you want to come buy it. So mm-hmm. she got in contact with this um, person from Make a Make Offer and we find out that it's like a furniture dealer, right? It's a city of industry, not, uh, not very far from here. So it's for, you know, a reasonable amount of money. Okay. And we're like, okay, now... A, a, a word to the wise when you're dealing with these folks it's always a, like a level of shadiness right there's always a level of like uncertainty when you're going through a craigslist or an online thing right you always want to have some sort of like broker but when it's your when you're answering a private call or an ad, a one ad like it's 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 it can be sketchy so to be <laughs> to say the least so we're going to the sketchy place to buy bunk beds okay so my wife calls a girl Oh, and they don't let you exchange phone numbers on the make it uh, uh, the uh, the app. They they you, you only can communicate through that. They purposely if you try to type in a number, it says please don't type in a number. It actually knows that you're typing in a number, which is really weird. But anyways, um, wait real quick, and uh, that's amazing. Don't lose your place. But what if I were to just write the the numbers like as in words? If I say nine in, 
exactly. And really, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure you can. I don't know how my wife does a workaround, oh. but um, the girl says meet us at the warehouse at uh, three thirty. Oh, at three o'clock. The place closes at four. Showroom closes at four, but meet at three. Great. We get there. We drive there. It's like this huge manufacturing warehouse. We get inside. There's a showroom. Okay, great. But there's like a whole bunch, just hundreds of different like kinds of items, like mm-hmm. random amount of items. And so I'm looking around and the clerk at the front says, we're, um, who's your dealer, your vendor? And we're like, I don't, what do you, we don't, we don't, it's, it's Sylvia we're looking for. Right? We, we want somebody we to let it go. We want somebody to let it go. Can somebody let it go? Yeah, we showed them the app. Here, this is the photo. We want to get this bed. She goes, oh, well, you can only buy if you have a dealer. And me and me, my wife's texting this person or chatting with her, trying to get her yeah. on the chat. Yeah. She's not responding. So every minute that passes by, she doesn't respond. We're getting more and more nervous. It gets more and more shadier. So we're waiting there and, and the clerk says, you know, if you want, we have a, uh, our own dealership that we can, you know, you can purchase a bed from is down the street. You want to drive there, they can tell you how much the pricing will be. So I said, fine, honey, you uh, you wait here and I'll go to the sh- dealer. Dealer goes there. We want to buy our bed for $389. Yes. And I go to the dealer. They said it's $530. So I'm like, whoa. Like, that's a huge difference. This, So it makes it even more shadier. Yes. Like, how is this girl getting such a deal? So the girl arrives and she's like, oh, it's all cash. And she's real spastic. And she looks all like flustered and real kind of like jittery. And But it, it really seems legit. It really, I mean, I... I'm, I'm not thinking anything weird about it, but just there's some level of just kind of like eeriness about it. But then I'm starting to think to myself, okay, let's be reasonable about this, right? Let's look around. How is she interacting with people? Uh, how is she interacting with people? How, how like, does she, because she says, oh yeah, I work here Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm here all the time. People know, and I'm looking around and she is interacting with people. She is actually talking to people and they don't look like she's this fraudster. So my wife's like, what do you think? Are you sure? And I'm like, let's do it. You know, that's fine. Um, I give her the cash. She gives us a packing slip. She says, I'm going to send you an invoice, an email. I said, great. She sends it to me around the spot. I'm thinking it's like this going to be on like the letterhead. It's like literally just in the body of an email. Her invoice was simply a response email that said, you paid me this much to get this shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, so now, and so now I'm just like, okay, well, you know, let's see. Let's see. We give her the money. I see her interact with the cashier and they seem like they're friends. They seem like they like know each other, like, but in a good way, kind of like just, you know, like, so I'm like, if this is all a setup, if in some way someone's defying her and she's just here to just take our money and never come back, um, because we told her we couldn't take the furniture today, uh-huh. that we'd have to, uh, we'd have to pick it up this Saturday. So... Um, she said, you know, I'll be here, you know, I'll try to be here you know, to come with you, but I have a packing slip. You can take this packing slip there and they'll be able to have it ready for you. So um, I said, okay, great. That's fine. Um, so we left, gave her the money, got the packing slip. So I have the packing slip, Jelani. Mm-hmm. This Saturday, there's still a small part of me that thinks that it could be fraud, but I just think it's a lot to go through to try to fraud somebody. Um, and, and since then, my wife has been talking to her and she's actually going to be there on Saturday. She said, oh yeah, I'm actually going to be there with you to pick up the items. Oh, she's going to be there. She's going to be there. So, okay. That was, I spent my weekend. All right. Almost getting defrauded. I could have been, def- I look, I don't know. I, I could still be frauded. We'll find out. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid for you. This, this is what fathers do on their weekend. Yeah. Happens. Almost get defrauded. Now, yeah. mine was not as eventful. I'm, um. 
I'm a boring person. Sometimes, sometimes I'm crazy. Sometimes I'm boring. This time I decided to be a little boring. Okay. Uh, it's a two-parter. First things first, as some people may know, and I definitely you know, I am an avid wrestling fan. Oh. WWE. Love this stuff. You do. Love it. Can't get enough. And so on Sunday, they had their big, well, not a big pay-per-view. It was one of their pay-per-views for the Elimination Chamber. And the thing that was really cool about this particular chamber, two things, a professional wrestler who is very popular, and I understand his popularity, but he's not popular with me, John Cena, he recently won the belt at a previous pay-per-view. And then here, two weeks later, at a new pay-per-view, that dude lost it. And I love that. <laughs> I don't like when he has the belt. I don't like when he wins too much. I don't like that. And the guy who did win was a dude, Bray Wyatt. And he hasn't won any title his basically his full-on career. And his like storyline has been going up and down, up and down. But he finally actually achieved the championships. So that's really, really cool. So I was elated. <laughs> And so the very next day, I decided, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and have myself a little bit of a meal. So me and my friend went out to dinner, and we didn't really know the prices, right? Uh-oh. Uh, a place near my house in Orange County. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess this must be some kind of fancy, fancy restaurant. Because I opened up the menu, and there was not one thing on there that was not 20-something <laughs> dollars. Uh-oh. Not 20 Uh-oh. and, like, well, no, 20-something dollars. I'm just like, okay, I guess I'm... Appetizers. <laughs> no, there Salad. were no appetizers. No. No, no, none of that stuff was no. really there. It was like everything was like, all right, you're gonna pay. You and your buddy. Yeah, we just go do that. Here we go. All right. So anyway, I ordered my stuff. She was gonna walk out? Well, we were already there. The decision yeah, was made. The decision was made. Weird, I'm, yeah. like, I'm, I'm like, you're a pocket minute. Ex- exactly. Because the situation you like open Honey, the why do you want to leave? Because <laughs> the price? <laughs> exactly. Open the menu up and like, well, I guess we're leaving. I can't <laughs> I do guess that. We're sharing. Exactly. So we order, right? And all this would have been all right. In the grand scheme of things, if the food was okay. Oh, no. Food was whack. No. At least to me. I couldn't stand it. I had this basically strewn beef. And I was like, all right. And then some little little cup of black beans just sitting there. Like, ding, 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 with a little spoon. <laughs> and this hard-ass rice. The rice was hard. I'm just like, I almost want to say, you know what? I should complain about the quality of food so I can get this price down. <laughs> but I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Maybe I should have done it. But yeah, that was that was uh, yeah, that was bad. my weekend. It was that no, that I was, would do it. It was a bad look, and I, and I know you would because you guys do that. You guys, if the situation, if you're, if it's the quality of the service or the food's not the snuff, you guys will shut that shit down. I know. I've seen it happen. Yeah, but again, we don't have a you know no no shame in our game. <laughs> um, but let me ask you something because a lot of people think that it's weird that thirty seven year old man. Would, would watch wrestling. A lot of people? Well, those people are weird. Oh, no, no, continue. No. <laughs> so, you have enlightened me about wrestling. Absolutely. Right? So, um, you know it's fake. Absolutely. You know that the outcome's already predicted beforehand. Absolutely. Um, that these things that they're doing when they hit each other, they're punching it, it's all, it's not real. Well, yeah. Mo- well, now I actually, let me go ahead and call... Um, Call attention to what you just said. Okay. So, all right. Everything else as far as like predetermined, absolutely true. Do these people really hate each other? Absolutely not. Their characters, a lot of their names are all fantasy. Absolutely true. But when they hit each other, a lot of times they actually are making contact. And some people get hurt a lot. And not to say that I want that to happen, but let's not pretend this is ballet and anybody could do it. In a situation if anybody could do it, they make lots of money. If anybody can do it, go do it. Go do it. It's not easy to do whatsoever but as far as like if you're gonna ask me next oh well why do you like it so much it's like well first and foremost like i was raised on it but when i was younger it was because i thought it was real obviously I'm like, oh this is this is cool 
But later on, I got a situation where I started appreciating the art of it. It's a it's a drama. It's you're you're acting, you're performing, you're 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 being like a stuntman. You're doing all these things, and you're also basically like living a circus person's life because you are in a different state almost every single day, and you just keep going around in circles and circles. They're only home sixty five days a year. So I mean, like, just I just appreciate that whole thing, and so I have the network. I watch multiple different types of wrestling. I watch Japanese wrestling. There's like English wrestling. I just backyard, found out. backyard wrestling. No, there was underground wrestling. Underground, they're underground. Yeah, but it's not. It was, no one's backyard. <laughs> I don't watch wrestling in anyone's backyard. That's that's not safe, kid. Don't do that. Don't try this at home. Yeah. How do they get the cuts on the forehead? Oh, Tell me. all right. What do so. They do? When they they don't do this in WWE anymore, but what they typically used to do was they had a little razor blade and they cut a little part of their forehead real quick, and then that part of their forehead would bleed a lot. They cut themselves. Some of them would cut with themselves. the razor. Yes, John Cena used to do that same thing too. Yes, everyone's Pharaoh would That's cut why himself. If you look underneath their hair, they have scars. Yes, a lot of times they do. They have scars. Yeah. yeah. So really next weird. time uh, someone pulls back their hair, look for the scars. And you know that they're actually a wrestler yeah. on the side. Yeah, I used to make fun of you a lot. I still do sometimes for wrestling. <clears throat> Excuse me. But um, I really start to appreciate the athleticism, the like stunt-like, you know. Mm-hmm. Like they're just stuntmen, you know. Like, I, I may get it's fake, right? But Jelani said, you know what else is fake? Your other fictional shows. Like, yeah. Fake. Let me tell me, tell me how many movies you go to every year. Like, oh man, those people are really dead now. <laughs> That's the end of them. I saw them get shot. That's it. That's the end of their life. Yeah. That's never happened. True point. Your point. So, um, you know, I wanna, I wanted to uh, put this, you know, add, you know, add in this segment this week, because um, we all have different. Uh, you and I have different expertise areas. Yeah. Like to say, we both know different things. So, um, I want to challenge you to something that you're not really that good in, but just wanted to see the segment called "Why Don't You Know This." All right. So um, these uh, these are questions that I think that middle age, uh, minute of thirties, okay, thirty somethings. Um, should know at this point of life, you should know. Okay. 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 So, Lonnie, I'll, I'll begin with the first question for you. All right. In NBA, mm-hmm. what is a triple double? A triple double. You've heard it before. I've heard it a lot. A lot. In rap, in rap, Ice Cube. Yeah, triple. Yeah, exactly. I was in Friday. Oh no, I can't believe it's gonna be a good day. It was a good day. It was a good day. So. That's when he said that. Yes. So I do know hip hop. Yeah. Um. So he said it in that line. That's when he said it. Uh, a triple double. I am not. Wait a minute. Wait a minute now. I'm not just biting for time while I try to figure it out. It's not what's happening right here. Right no, there's some people who listen to this will not know what a triple double is. So don't feel bad. All, all right. Well, those people we're in this together right now. We're in this together. So I'm gonna say a triple double is when they make three two pointers. <laughs> Three two, three two points in a row. Three two points. Yeah, because so that's six points they make. Yeah, so they, when they make six <laughs> okay. points, it's called a triple double. Okay, good. That's absolutely wrong, but it's okay <laughs> because you're gonna because there'll be some uh, some reciprocity right now. But okay, yeah. I'm taking joy in this. All right, I'm sure a you triple are. double is when they get uh, double digits of, of of three categories of statistics. So if they get ten points, ten rebounds, or ten and ten assists, it's called a triple double. That means you've done so much on your team to contribute to the overall, you know, production of the team. A triple-double. Huh. So a triple of double categories stats. Make sense? So someone ends the game with the 10 points, 10 rebounds, and 10 assists, got a triple-double. Okay. 
I think I understand that. All right. Oh. And this year is historical because West, Russell Westbrook is getting the most triple-doubles. He's going to basically have the most triple-doubles ever in history of NBA. He has like 30 triple-doubles right now. Hmm. The one next to him has like 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 six. <laughs> okay. Well, Just that, put that, that put it in perspective. All right. Well, let me, you know what? She was on the other foot, homie. Because <laughs> I didn't like all that. I didn't like how that Let's made go. me feel. Bring it. Bring it. All right. I just want to ask you a question. What does thotties mean? <laughs> okay, a what? Thotties. 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 <laughs> I want to say, I want to say I have something to do with someone's thighs. But it might be like a hottie. Because it's a hottie. A thottie. A hot thigh. No. A <laughs> hot thigh? You, really? Can, <laughs> can you use it in a sentence for me? Huh? Look at them thotties over there. Look at them thotties. <laughs> I'm thinking of fruit trees. <laughs> thinking of. Look at them thotties. <laughs> you say you thought of fruit trees. Oh, and the hot thighs. Okay, okay. Um, a thotty is uh, like a tiny hot chick. Like a thotty. You know what? You're 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 not 100% wrong. Okay. You're not 100% wrong. However, it has nothing to do with their height. Okay. All right? Okay. All right. Thotty is the plural version of thought which is a kind of an acronym but is also a slang for t-h-o-t that hoe over there or thirsty hoe over there all right mm. this can apply to men or women because i'm all about equality but i actually want to get this on the shirt i'm going to make it says thotty um but okay so it's basically talking about a situation where uh, like a random ass hoe male or female that you see in the street that hoe over there a thought Hmm. And but plural is thotties, and so that's how I got you with it. And right. you didn't know that. I did not know that. No, you did not. You I thought, thought, you I, thought, heard you thought it. You thought it was I a, I thought it was a hot thigh. That's what you thought it was. It sounds like it's like a combination, like a thotty. Like ooh, look at them thotties. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. It's the worst. All right, so we have another new segment we want to try to add in every week. It's called Dirty Pop. Um, want to talk about culture, technology, um. And just, just something that we have in common or some experience with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think one of the things I really have been really, really wanting to talk about is a Netflix show called Black Mirror. Ooh. Lonnie, have you seen Black Mirror? I have seen a whole three episodes. Wait, four episodes of Black Mirror. What is Black Mirror about? Black Mirror is... Well, it's funny because the title actually is doing a lot of heavy lifting. I like when people use wordplay because I write. Um Black Mirror is basically a dark reflection of what's going on in our society today. When you consider like our reliance on social media, how everything is shared, how much we're plugged in, it's kind of like, okay, what if that life that we're leading right now was turned on its head just a little bit, just a little bit, and then the results therein. And the thing that's funny is like every single episode is its own separate entity. Like it just it just works all by itself. It's not a situation where okay, the next episode plays into the following episode. They're all separate, but they all have a situation where that's the through line. That's my understanding of it. Like I said, and that's only four episodes in from different seasons. I could give you that synopsis. <laughs> so um, I agree. It's it's an awesome awesome show. Um, it is uh, some people are calling it like a modern Twilight Zone. So uh, the show itself, there are three seasons. Um, there, each episode has nothing to do with the other episodes. So you can watch them in fragments. You can jump around. 
Um, you don't have to watch them in a linear way. Um, so we encourage you, I implore you to watch that show. Um, it's, it's a show that questions, like Jelani said, uh, where we are technology-wise, um, whether it really is good that we have so much social media, how we can rate people. Um, it's just, you know, I think it's just a, a, a great, great show. And it's, you know, I say start with season three, episode one. There's one, two, and three. I think the first season has three episodes. Second season has like six. And then the third season has like eight or nine or something. Um, watch season three first. It's funny. Not to ruin anything. I will not spoil it for anybody out there. But you know what's funny? Speaking of season three, episode one. Tell me why some of the technology they talk about in that episode is like getting ready to show up. It's, yeah. it's really weird. Anybody who actually knows what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. We know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. So... Next segment in reference to Dirty Pop is um, I want to just talk about Uber, you know, or Uber Eats. Um, you've, you've, you in your past have done some sort of Uber Eats or DoorDash or Grubhub or food delivery service, right? I did DoorDash to be specific. What's, I, what's DoorDash? I love you? how you just decided to just list every single one that you've heard of. <laughs> I'm like, you did one of these, right? <laughs> Did you do one of these? I'm just shooting in the dark. Did you do one of these? Yeah, I did DoorDash. It's the red one. Uh, It's in Los Angeles, Orange County, other parts of the country as well, but not every single place. Uh, And just like Uber Eats and just like Grubhub, I suppose, I'm going to assume that they're pretty similar. It's just a situation to make people be able to be lazier even easier. No, no, no. It's actually a really cool service. You basically can order food from multiple restaurants and have it delivered right to your doorstep. After I stopped driving for them, actually, I use it a lot. That was a situation yeah. where like, I'm hungry and I want this specific thing. I don't want to drive all the way there. You know what? I always thought, well, I used it last night for Valentine's Day. Okay. Which is back up. Um, I used it for Valentine's Day. Um, I got a $15 off coupon. Loved it. Um, I thought, I always had to pre- the notion that why am I going to pay more for food I can just go pick up? It's so pretentious. I always thought, how ridiculous can you be? Just get off your butt, drive, go order it on the phone, pick up the phone, order it, and just go pick it up. Save yourself, I don't know, five, ten dollars. Mm-hmm. But I gotta tell you, I used it last night and I liked it. Yeah. I li- it's like room service. <laughs> That's what it's like. But you know what? I don't get the same satisfaction from pizza. I don't get the same satisfaction. No, because you know why? It's expected. It's not different. When it's pizza, that's part of the whole <laughs> equation. Okay. That's going to be part of the transaction normally. That's a normal yeah. thing. If somebody, if you always got burgers delivered, you'd be like, well, it's just how burgers show up. But that's not how burgers normally show up. Mm-hmm. What normally happens is I want a burger. I have to go get that burger. I got to sit in that restaurant or I have to go through a drive through and be in line or I don't have a burger, yeah. basically. Or I have to cook the burger. But to have somebody say... Knock on the door. Hi, I'm here with your your burger. It's amazing. It's great. Yes. Um, a fan. Um, so Uber Eats, uh, if you try them out, they have a um, they have like a promo you can try, $15 off, something like that. I encourage you to try it. What ends up happening is uh, there's like a $3.99 booking fee. So they charge like that extra surcharge. And then some of the items, they're like the more expensive items. At the If you ordered it from the menu, it's a, let's say $12. And when you order from them, it's like $14. So they add in like a dollar or two sur- surcharge uh, or premium on each dish. But um, felt fancy, you know. But that's what I did on Valentine's Day um, also. So wife and I wanted to avoid the... Um, 
avoid the, the busy lines mm-hmm. and, and, and lagging service. So we ordered takeout and it was great. And so that sounds I like fun. Uber. Sounds like fun. Sounds like fun. Real quick, I just want to take a quick aside to talk about the fact that even though we are brand new, like we said before, only our second episode, we have accidentally and not to be paid to do it done like three ads in this you talked about uber eats and you were talking about oh make sure you watch netflix watch uh, black mirror like you know all this stuff like we have not been paid by anybody (laughs) we just like these things right now yeah that's okay if they give me a free month i'll take it if you decide if uber eats decides to give me something for for bringing this vast audience to their exactly customer base yes by all means i'll take it hey it happens it happens um, All right, it's time for us to get on top of this soapbox, I think. Go ahead, Lonnie. Okay. Start off. All right. So, you guys may not know this. I'll go ahead and share with you that I, on occasion, like to go on Twitter and not be a jerk, not be a troll, not those things. But what I do like to do is like to challenge people. To challenge people and say, oh, you know what? Let's have a conversation about what you just threw out into the ether. Yeah, you're trolling. I'm not trolling. We're having a conversation with what you threw out into the ether. And we're going to talk about this right now. Damn it. You know you could be talking to a 13-year-old, right? Huh? <laughs> I, I, I don't think so. We're having, poli- we're having political conversations. I know. You could be a 16-year-old. Oh, well, well then. <laughs> on guard, 16-year-old. <laughs> on guard. All right. All right. Because, because you go into the comment sections. Do you go into that world? No, no, no. Not the comment sections of YouTube. No, I'm talking about on Twitter. So Twitter, the whole thing is comment sections. That's all Twitter oh, okay, is. Okay, yeah, right. I don't go into that world. That's that's just toxic. Okay, I don't yeah. go there. Because you, you scroll past on YouTube. You, you go down more half a page. Oh, no. Yeah, no, I don't do that. No, 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 not at all. No, no what I'm saying is on Twitter, I go in there and I'll just every once in a while, I'll be looking at some of the hot topics for the day and I'll just, hey, let's have a conversation. Anyway, so talking to this dude real quick and we got into a fight. Go we got into a fight mm-hmm. because he was having a conversation about, all right, why is it that no one's talking about Hillary's foreign money? And I was saying, okay, wait a minute. Why are we talking about foreign money in the first place? We live in a global economy. Mm-hmm. Just trying to have him go deeper into it. And so this guy was like, hey, bro, you don't read, do you? It's like section 1009A or something like that. <laughs> Subsection. Yeah, uh, article of the Constitution. Take a look at that, huh? And I was like, all right, cool. So obviously I'm on the internet. Well, I'm Did you read it? I read it real quick, and okay. it was talking about the fact that you shouldn't have a politician that can be bribed by foreign money and things that, so forth, the other. All right? You should have a situation where money gets involved and can sway a political figure, especially somebody of higher stature. Because they even mentioned in the original article, it talked about kings. All right? So I said back to the guy, you know it's ironic that you sent me this in reference to like our current president, right? And he's like, then he hits me back, was like, well, the Senate can take care of that. They, they can let him do that if, he, if they wanted to. And I was like, and the dumbass. And I was like, what are you talking about, bro? And I was like, you writing, has that happened? You just said he, they could have, that could happen. I don't even know if that's necessarily true. That could happen, but it didn't happen. And you're saying that it's a problem when one person does it that you don't agree with, but when the other person does it that you do agree with, then it's fine all of a sudden. So he starts insulting me, and I would just basically like call me stupid and I'm an idiot and all I'm like, wow. and I was like, I'm looking for the tweet. My response was, I'm looking for the tweet where I, where I insulted you. I don't see it. And that was the last thing I tweeted, and he never tweeted back to me because he was like, he he got to the point where he got so riled up, he wants to go and throw, throw <laughs> slurring insults at me. I was like, bro, bro, it's not even. I don't care. So that was my soapbox because this dude, whoever you are out there, <laughs> I want you to know. What is your Twitter name so people will know who oh, whoever my, is listening? Yes, my Twitter name, you want to come find me, son, is at Jelani Bear. 
Now, the bear is not spelled like an actual bear, which is my nickname. It's spelled like naked. So, find me. Come talk to me. Please, tweet me. <laughs> Angry rant. Yes. You like built yet. up. Yeah, I was thinking about it for a while. Been on your mind. Yes. All right. So, I'm going to... Uh, this this probably only makes sense to people who who work in an office place who get emails, mm-hmm. okay? Um, but I'm gonna be that jerk right now, okay? <laughs> I do not like reply all emails. I do not care if it's Megan's birthday, and everyone puts in a JPEG that has a little panda bear with candles on it, okay? And send it to the entire office, CCs everybody, everybody. Okay, and then 30 people respond back, Megan, happy birthday, happy birthday, Megan, happy birthday, Megan. Okay, if you want to reply back, then reply back to that person and reply back to Megan. (laughs) Not everyone needs to know that you did that. I mean, I guess there are some situations, but 90% of the time, okay, I get it. Meet in the conference room, Stephen's birthday cake, or (laughs) fine. We won't, we won't, we make sure that we use air freshener after the bathroom use. Whatever. Don't respond to reply alls. Or take me off. Take me off. <laughs> that is my rant. That is my rant. And yes, I, you know, I'm going to be that jerk. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to be that dude because it, it's like chalkboard, nails on a chalkboard. Wow. When I get a reply all. Wow. Wow. Sometimes that stuff's really, really important. I don't know why you're getting so mad about it. You need to know about that information. What if Megan's cake is delicious and you're like, oh, no one told me about Megan's cake? Why don't you know about Megan's cake? No one told about Megan's cake? And they'll be mad about it. So right now, because you're in a situation where you could take it or leave it, it's fine. It is what it is. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I guess you That's know what? I guess we, since we have both rants in, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. The second episode in the bag, The Black Tie Affair. You know, you, we can reach us at our Instagram, which is Black Tie Podcast. And we're, like I said before, our Twitter is going to be popping up. So you can actually tweet me there. Tweet us both there at Black Tie Podcast um, on Twitter, which will be up in, I'd say, maybe about two weeks. It takes me time to do that kind of stuff. But with that being said, Patrick, any last words? Nope. Thanks for listening. See y'all next week. Peace. Peace.